The Pickleball Show is brought to you by PBX Club. PBX stands for Pickleball Excellence. Join today and get the latest pickleball tips and strategies, news, and opinion. Save money on paddles and other equipment with coupon codes to online pickleball retailers. Get travel discounts to tournaments and a whole lot more. How much does it cost to become a PBX Club member? Well, it's free. Just go to freepbxclub.com. That's freepbxclub.com. There's even a link in the show notes for this episode. FreePBXClub.com. PBX Pickleball Excellence. Join the club. It's free. Hello, my name's Wayne Mugley, pickleball lover, and here's the host of the Pickleball Show, Chris Allen. Thank you, Wayne, and welcome to the show dedicated to helping you play better pickleball while having even more fun and meeting new friends who share your passion for this great sport. My name is Chris Allen, and I'd like to thank you for joining us today and also thank everyone who has been sharing the links to the show via social media and telling uh, other folks who play in your local club about the pickleball show we really really do appreciate your support all right let's see whose paddles are in the fence today joining us from the west coast of the united states in california it is the pickleball guru himself mr prame carno prame thank you for joining us again this week thanks for having me again here chris i truly enjoy uh, being on your show you're a wonderful host well thank you and you've got uh, so many great things happening your your book smart pickleball which is available on amazon.com and better bookstores everywhere that book is just one of the most informative guides you could ever read now you've got something brand new that is the ratings and goals guide and this is an important thing because a lot of people they don't know where they rank it's like i don't know I just show up and I play and a lot of people they're not uh, maybe they're not playing tournaments yet and they don't have a lot of feedback as to where they stand and uh, you've developed an easy way that somebody can evaluate themselves online tell us more about that absolutely Chris I have uh, developed a very simple strategy of saying yes and no to a certain number of questions which will be put out there and it will actually easily guide you to knowing where exactly you, you situate yourself in the rating group grid and then once it's sort of self-assessed but it's also mostly because it's a yes and no and it's it's a flow chart and people can really assess it there's already over a thousand people who have already gone through the guide and been able to uh, figure out where they are the most important part to it is once they figure out where they are then i give them certain goals to attain so okay now now you know what level you are so here are a certain number of things i would like you to do not only drills which will take you to the next level Mm -hmm. you know it's free and it's accessible to anyone who wants it it's called the ratings and goals and ratings with an s and goals.com and you will find all the information you need about that and it's pretty straightforward ratingsandgoals.com and that'll take you right there and it is absolutely free now let's say that somebody logs in they uh they go through the the self-assessment and they say okay i'm a 3.5 i really really want to be a 4.0 what are some of the things that you advise them to go from a 3.5 to a 4.0? Basically, once from a 3.5 to 4.0, it's about getting into the consistency factors of the, the certain parts of the game. From a 3.5, you might know the rules of the game. You already know a certain uh, aspects. You get your serves most of the time. Mm-hmm. and You know which end of the paddle your, to hold. You, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's a very good one to have. Um, <laughs> 
And so once you you know certain factors and now you want to move to the next level in terms of how many times you get the ball over the net on the other side, be it your passing shots or be it your drop shots or your, your ding shots, whatever those shots you are playing, mm-hmm. it's to get into the consistency factor. So from a 3-5 to 4 oh, it might be, you know, you get at least 10 to 15 balls over the net. So if that is, if you're getting to the 4 we have to try and make it even more. So we'll have to try and get these shots into where you're hitting more than 20 or 25 shots. Mm-hmm. From a 4 to 4-5 and 4-5 to 5 it's a lot more about consistency and a lot more about mental focus and, you know, being in a position where you hit more balls over the net. And the simplest way I can explain it is a, a few years ago, um, I uh, had a conversation with a famous tennis player. I was asking him what was the difference that he won so many Grand Slam titles. He told me something which was very interesting. He simply said that, all I did was to put one more ball over the net. <laughs> His answer was very simple, but that actually tells you more about mm-hmm. the consistency factors. And uh, he was not very fancy to watch, but he was definitely very consistent in terms of how many titles he won. But I'm not really focusing on the question of titles, but I'm really definitely, if you want to be more consistent, if you want to move to the next level, you've got to have to hit more balls, keep the ball in play, keep hitting more balls across the net. So that means that, as people would say, it's the last man standing. Mm-hmm. Keep the ball in play. And in terms of drills, there's a lot of drills in the guides which gives you, but one of the examples I can give you is when you're at the kitchen line or the non-volley zone, you hit more balls. Like, say, for example, you're just dinking across the net and you would want to dink at least, you know, about 50 to 60 times uh-huh. so that you get consistent with the with the dicks. There's a gentleman down in the villages and uh, he's been on the show, Jeff Shank, who has what I think is one of the most informative free resources ever on Pickleball. Uh, it's his blog. Love reading those tips. And one of the things that he said in there uh, when he was talking with Tim Nelson one time, mm-hmm. uh, Tim Nelson said that the only difference between a 4.5 and a 5.0 is is shot selection. There's nothing physical. Their abilities are are really identical, but shot selection is really what separates a 4.5 or a 5.0 from a 4.5. And I was wondering what your thoughts on that are. That's a pretty accurate statement. I actually even say not only between a 4.5 and a 5.0, I actually say between a 4.0 and a 4.5 and a 5.0, all three of them in terms of skill level, there's not much of a difference. Absolutely no difference as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I think all three of that level players have pretty much the same skill. Then it comes down to consistency and shot selection as um, Jeff mentioned or Tim mentioned. It is absolutely accurate statement in terms of uh, shot selection. And that shot selection comes with the fact that you get more consistent. The more consistent you are with the ball, then more control you have over the ball, more easier it is to direct the ball where you want to go uh, when you have to make uh, the decision of hitting a winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, most times when you're trying to hit a winner, it happens mostly when you're opened up the, the court by moving your opponents into a direction where you have the open uh, coat. And mm-hmm. uh, Tim Nelson is a very good example if you watch most of his uh, games, um, like many of the top players in the country. Uh, most of them will hit most winners right down the middle between the two players when they have split them out. Yeah, they've opened up that hole in the middle and then they just they just take advantage of it. Absolutely. So, um, in fact, that's, again, a simple strategy. Of It's not about trying to hit the cutest shot, but hitting the best possible shot. And most of the time, the best possible shot is right in the middle between the players. Not in the middle of the court, 
respect between their players. Now, one of the things that when Jeff and I were talking, I said I get frustrated sometimes with drilling because I often feel like uh, drilling doesn't really help me with my shot selection. I can I can mm-hmm. drill and I can consistently hit this this shot over and over again, but if it's the wrong shot, that doesn't really matter. I think to myself, well, great, I just hit the wrong shot perfectly. And mm-hmm. uh, how do you teach shot selection or how do you learn besides just playing over and over again? I mean, how do you drill shot selection? How do you drill shot selection? And it, I teach these in my uh, VIP intensive classes most of the time is mostly when you're trying to drill, you drill and you get your shots into consistency factor. And then once once you get more consistent with it, the shot selection will come easily and naturally by the time you start moving your opponents. The key is to move your opponents and give them your giving giving you the opening. So mm-hmm. the best way to do that is to keep drilling, and then once you start drilling, like maybe like you know the dinks or cross court dinks or straight up dinks, whatever it is, you want to shift and make your opponents give that gap between them. Once you have the gap, your shot selection is pretty simple, straightforward in between them it's sort of a two-step process you're creating the opportunity at first and then you're taking advantage of the opportunity that's step two absolutely it's not all about just that one single you know winner quote unquote shot it's about a a whole method maybe a two or three step method where you're you're kind of the director and you're saying all right you stand over here and then player number two you stand over here and now i've got the exact opening that I want, and then I take advantage of it. That's absolutely right. That's what um, Jeff is talking about, the shot selection. it's That's the biggest key there. The shot selection will come naturally because you already have the skill at that level. Mm-hmm. It's only a question of where you place it. It can almost be, well, well, I need this shot to get this person over here, and then I need this shot to get that person over there, and then I can make my winner shot uh, right down between them. Absolutely. And that means sometimes you might have to hit that shot 10 times, 20 times. Mm-hmm. And a perfect example would be like doing a crossword thing. And you keep doing that maybe 20, 30 times and see if the, the partner along with the person who you're targeting is moving along. If the person is not moving, then you know you've got the opening you want. Good explanation. That's very well said. Thank you for that. Again, if you want to uh, self-assess... Uh, and see where you rate, you can go to ratingsandgoals.com and uh, you can pick up Prame's Ratings and Goals Guide as well as take the test and then get the drills and uh, tips that you need to take yourself to the next level. And again, that's ratingsandgoals.com. Prame, that's terrific. Thank you for developing that system. Thank you you much chris i appreciate uh, all you're doing in your on your side too and uh, it's great to be on your show always and it's great to hear um, all the all other experts out there who give uh, wonderful tips before we go though i wanted to point out too because people who enjoy podcasts you know they they enjoy listening to things and and getting information uh, via the spoken word and another exciting thing that you have is a new audiobook version of smart pickleball Segment three, a good drop shot. When we come back together for our last exercise of the day, I say, well, we've covered the first two shots of the point with the serve and return of serve. Now, tell me, what would you say is the ideal third shot? People call out, a lob shot? 
A hard drive down the middle? A hard drive down the line? A drop shot? All right, and to quote, or perhaps misquote, the legendary Mark Frydenberg, the third shot is whatever you need it to be, depending on where your opponents are. If your opponents are staying back, a hard drive might work. If you're caught off balance and a lob is all you can hit, so be it. But if you're playing against good players who are up at the net before you even hit your shot, you're dealing with what I and the man who taught me the game call the critical third shot. So let's see how some of your responses hold up for that critical third shot. I call up a volunteer who is about my size and height and say, let's start with the lob shot. We stand at the kitchen line and I ask the volunteer to hold up his paddle as high in the air as he can while I do the same. I show how either of us can easily take two steps backwards from the kitchen line and we can cover about eight feet of vertical space with no problem, blocking off most of the court. For the opponents to hit over us and still land in, they really have to hit a perfectly executed lob, which is not an easy task. It's not a high percentage shot. Of course, against players who are less mobile, you may get away with it. But in terms of playing smart pickleball against better players, it's not a great strategy. So let's look at a hard drive down the middle or down the sideline. I'll ask my volunteer to join me again at the kitchen line. We have our paddles up and in the ready position. Then we take turns, extending our paddles as far left and right as we can reach. Together, we can cover well over 75% of the width of the court when we are at the kitchen line. I point out that if you're playing against opponents who are ready at the net, they'll just return a hard shot back at you as fast or faster than you hit it at them. A hard shot, whether it's down the line or the middle, violates the number one rule of smart pickleball. Remember, it doesn't buy you any extra time to get ready for the next shot. So, no hard shots for the third shot. Now, on to the next suggestion the drop shot. If my volunteer partner and I are standing up at the kitchen line with the paddles at the ready and someone hits a drop shot that lands inside the kitchen, it forces us to let the ball bounce. During the time it takes to bounce, the opponents have just bought themselves plenty of time to get up to the net and prepare for the next shot. That's playing smart pickleball. I got mine the day that it came out via audible.com and a great job on that. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you. I appreciate that. And it has uh, definitely uh, came out of a lot of queries from a lot of students who were asking that uh, was there an audio version so that I could listen that while I'm driving and I could still be able to listen to it. It's fun even when you're driving to the courts uh, because obviously you don't want it. A little dangerous to have your uh, your Kindle edition of Smart Pickleball and reading it while you're driving. You don't want to do that. But this way you can listen to it and kind of get into that mindset. And then you arrive at the courts and you are raring to go. Absolutely. It's a very wonderful addition. Um, the more ways you absorb something, the, the more it sticks with you, too. If you read it and then you hear it, you know, that's just another avenue to get into your brain. I've enjoyed mine, and it's nice because I do have the Kindle version of Smart Pickleball and now the Audible version. And between those two, boy, when it's time to show up to the court, I am set. Perfect. 
And we'll link to that in the show notes as well. And Prame, we look forward to talking to you again. Thank you for your time today. And again, that's ratingsandgoals.com and also the audiobook version of Smart Pickleball, which is available at uh, audible.com, amazon.com as well. Prame, look forward to talking to you again. And thank you for being with us today. Thank you very much, Chris. I appreciate all you do. And as always, we'd like to thank you for joining us today as well. Do you have an opinion about what we discussed today? Maybe a a suggestion, a topic you'd like to hear us discuss here on the Pickleball Show? Well, we'd love to hear from you. Email us anytime at mail at pickleballshow.com. That's mail at pickleballshow.com. You'll find us on Facebook too, facebook.com slash pickleballshow, twitter.com slash pickleballshow. And don't forget about the good old website, It's pickleballshow.com. Also, head over to iTunes if you get a chance. Hit that subscribe button. You'll never miss an episode. And if you feel it's appropriate, go ahead and leave us one of those coveted five-star reviews, which boosts us up in the rankings and makes it so much easier for other pickleball players around the world to find the show. I'm Chris Allen. This is the Pickleball Show. And until next week, keep them low. The Pickleball Show is brought to you by PBX Club. PBX stands for Pickleball Excellence. Join today and get the latest pickleball tips and strategies, news and opinion. Save money on paddles and other equipment with coupon codes to online pickleball retailers. Get travel discounts to tournaments and a whole lot more. How much does it cost to become a PBX Club member? Well, it's free. Just go to freepbxclub.com. That's freepbxclub.com. There's even a link in the show notes for this episode. FreePBXClub.com. PBX Pickleball Excellence. Join the club. It's free.